Hey everybody, thank you so much for tuning in to another episode and Happy New Year. This is my first episode of 2020 and I'm so excited about it, so I'm just going to get right into it. So, I know that I said that I, on the last episode, I said I don't really do New Year's resolutions, but I do have some goals that I set for myself um, this year and a lot of things, different things that I want to do. And so, I kind of just... Um, after I set my goals, I kind of thought about, you know, the main excuses that I would make um, or excuses that I have made in the past that's kept me from doing things. And I kind of just wanted to get ahead of them and um, just nip them in the bud, so to speak. So, and that's that's what I want to talk about today. No, no more excuses in 2020. The first excuse uh, that I made, um, and I'm sure some of you all have made before, is that you don't have time. And I want to let you know that you do have time. Uh, I think that we all need to just really evaluate how we're spending our day. What are the things that we are consuming? What are some of the things that we really could let go of or just do do a little less? Ephesians 5, 16, 17 says, Make the best use of the time because the days are evil. Therefore, do not be foolish, but understand what the will of the Lord is. And I just believe that a lot of the times we're doing things that aren't necessarily bad, but they're not, you know, progressing us in life. They're not helping us meet those goals. They're not helping us grow in our walk with the Lord. Um, uh, I heard a pastor say one time, um, he was saying that he, he used to watch, I think, National Geographic. And, you know, there's nothing wrong with it. I've watched it before myself. But he would watch it so much because he just, you know, was it was so fascinating to him. And he, he said, I wonder how far along would I be in my ministry had I would have took that time and did something that was more edifying. And, you know, edify simply means to instruct or improve morally or intellectually. So I, I really want to, I, I look at my time and how I spend it, and I know that I wasn't doing a lot of things that wasn't necessarily bad, but they wouldn't help me improve in any type of way, whether it be on social media or just binge watching too much TV. I think that we all just really need to be wise of our time. And like the scripture says, understand the will of the Lord. It's not that God doesn't want us to do things that we enjoy. He wants us to work on our goals or on our dreams, you know, 24 seven, but to be called to do good, great things and to be set apart, you are going to have to make those sacrifices. And that means some stuff is just going to have to fall by the wayside in this season. Um, maybe you just need to wake up a little earlier to work on those things and have that quiet time with the Lord. So that way, you know, after a work day or whatever, when, you know, you have to tend to family or things like that, then, you know, okay, at least I gave, you know, the very first part of my day, I gave it to the Lord. And then right after that, you know, I was able to work on my vision or on my dream, but just ask, ask yourself, what are those things that you can stop doing that can give you more time to focus on those goals and those dreams that you have for this year. The next excuse that I find myself commonly commonly using is that I don't have enough or I'm in lack. And I just want um you all to know like I told myself everything that you need you already have. 
a lot of the times we think that we have to start off big and so we have to have all the money or we have to have all the resources and things like that. And that's not the case. God wants us to use what's already in our hands. Um, and I think about even Moses in the Bible, you know, he counted himself as, you know, just a, a person, a man with a stuttering problem that he couldn't lead the, the Israelites out of Egypt. And God asked him, what's in your hand? And he said, a staff. And, you know, in, that, in those days, the staff could have been used for walking or guiding sheep. But and the Lord had him throw it down and it turned into a snake and it turned back into a staff. And it's the same staff he used to stretch out to part the Red Sea. He also used that same staff to strike a rock to produce water. So it's not that we don't have everything that we need. It's just we are overlooking the small stuff. You know, the Bible says that God gives us the desires of our heart. And I I take that scripture as saying the desires that I have, he put those in me. So if he put those desires in me, then I know that he's already given me the things that I need to get started to work towards those desires. Another um, person I think about in the Bible that just used what they had to do something of significance is uh, J.L. in Judges um, when the Israelites were trying to uh, fight against, well, no, not trying. They were um, fighting against Jabin's army and the commander of that army, Sisera, fled. He got off his chariot and fled on foot to, and he ended up at J.L.'s tent. And she welcomed him in and he said, you know, if anybody comes looking for me, don't tell them that I'm here and can I have something to drink? So she gave him milk, you know, covered him up with a blanket, let him lay down. And she took a tent peg and drove it through his temple and killed him. Now, it, you know, it sounds, you know, it don't sound, you know, like a great story because she killed somebody. But, you know, there's a lot of killing in the Bible. But she was just a common, you know, woman didn't say, you know, she wasn't a judge or a prophet back in those days. She was just someone's wife. And in those days, the women were responsible for, you know, setting up the tents and everything like that. So a tent peg was something that she used all the time. And to, you know, someone else who may think, oh, you know, this is just something that I use every other day. But she she used what she had. And, you know, people are talking about her, you know, to this very day. So, Another thing that I think about when we say that we don't have enough, sometimes God wants us to start with a little because if we have too much, then we're going to think it's us that, that got us to you know where we're trying to go when we do arrive there. Uh, I think about Gideon when he was going to going into battle and he started out with I believe it was twenty two thousand uh soldiers and the Lord told him, you know, I can't let you fight with this many men because the, the Israelites will say that it was them that, that rescued themselves. So he, you know, the Lord found a way, just started eliminating people and he had the three hundred and sure enough they, they won the victory. So Think about it that way. You know, if you don't have everything you need, maybe that's exactly how God wants it because he wants you to, to realize that it's him that's getting you there and not you and your own strength and in your own might. And the last excuse that I find myself commonly using is what if people don't support me? And I have to be honest. I have friends and family who's never listened to my podcast and it did used to bother me, but now it doesn't because I realized that you're not, your people are not necessarily your people, meaning that the things that you do, 
and whatever your ministry, your business, your family or friends are not those people that you're called to. They're not necessarily your audience. So you have to be okay with not receiving support from those who are closest to you. It's not, you know, to say to hold your grudge or to cut people off. That's not what I'm saying. It's just the fact that you aren't for everybody and everybody's not going to support you, but that should not stop you from doing that thing that you have <clears throat> that you have in your heart to do or that thing that God has called you to do. Jeremiah 17, 5 and 6 says, This is what the Lord says. Cursed are those who put their trust in mere humans, who rely on human strength and turn their hearts away from the Lord. They are like stunted shrubs in the desert with no hope for the future. They will live in the barren wilderness and in inhabitable salty land. And the main part of that scripture that stuck out to me was um, they are like stunted shrubs, which means they're not growing. You're not growing if you're solely worried about, you know, who's going to be there, who's going to help out, who's going to clap and cheer you on. That's not the the purpose of the thing that, that you that you're supposed to be doing. It's not about who's going to be there. It's about trusting in the Lord and letting him lead and guide you throughout the entire process. Because if you live for people applause, then you'll die from their criticism. And I just, I don't want any of us to, to be held back because, you know, somebody who's close to us doesn't believe in our dream or they're not gonna, you know, donate to the cause or what whatever it may be. Don't depend on man. You need to put put your full and complete trust in God and know that he will see you through no matter who comes or goes, who stays or whatever it is. Um, Joshua 1 and 9 says, this is my command. Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid or discouraged for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. And that's something that I have to tell myself. God is with me, not just when I'm trying to accomplish my goals, but just in life. You know, we we all have people who <clears throat> we all have people we would like to go on our journey with us, but that's not always the case. Think about David when he was getting ready to fight Goliath. His own brothers were doubting him, saying things like, you know, why aren't you with your sheep? And, you know, King Saul didn't think he would, would, would be able to do it, but he was so confident and the power that God put inside of him because he remembered when he killed the, the lion and the bear. I think it's lion and the bear. If it's not, you know, forgive me, but I'm pretty sure it's a lion and the bear that he said he killed before. But my point is, you just you look at the things that God has brought you through before and the things that he's helped you accomplish. Just know that he can push you to greater if you don't put your trust in the people and more so put your trust in him. So those... um. Were my top three excuses that I am leaving in 2019. Um, the fact that I always just say I don't have time, um, worried about who's going to support, and what was the other one? I forgot just that fast. And the other one, um, oh, not gonna say I don't, I don't have enough. Um, because where God, where there's vision, God always gives provision. I'm not gonna discount. Uh, the things that I already have, and even if you even if you're unsure about those things, just praying God always, you know, He always speaks to those who wouldn't listen. He'll reveal to you, you know, where you can start those things that you have, and how to reevaluate your time, and not worry about um who's gonna be there or not. So, I hope this helped. Um, definitely helped me once I sat and thought about it and realized, you know, the things that I had been saying, the excuses that I had been making that's been holding me back from doing things. So that is it. Um, again, happy new year. 
Um, looking forward to talking to you guys more in 2020. I love you guys, and I'll talk to you on the next episode.